Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Silver Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and marketing director here at Silver Marketing Group bringing you another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for taking in with me every single Monday. I also want to say thank you so much for your patience last month. It is hurricane season still here in uh, Florida um, and the majority of the Southeast, right? And so this year caught a lot of us by surprise with just how much devastation happened to the Bahamas. And as um, many of you may or may not know, if you follow me on my personal platforms, the Bahamas is such a special place for my husband and I. I absolutely adore the Bahamian people and their culture. And it's just one of those places where you truly go and just get away. And I absolutely love being there. And having the situation and the opportunity to um, have a network where we can expand our services in order to assist those who are making an effort and making a difference in this um, hurricane relief effort for the Bahamian people has been absolutely amazing. And so I have been away on uh, some of the social platforms, not all of them, because um, it's just taken me some time to really wrap my head around all the work that is needed in order to um, fulfill the, the needs of the Bahamian people and their relief efforts. And so what we've done is that we are assisting a lot of our clients in um, the hurricane relief efforts. Um, I want to say a vast majority of our clients have been in involved in one way or another in the relief efforts. Uh, Definitely all of our clients in South Florida um, have their hand on um, one aspect of how to collect food items, how to collect clothing items, non-perishables, just so many different things. And then there there are also situations where we have refugees also here in Florida that have needed assistance also in various ways. And so it's just been such a mass undertaking. And um, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, Our schedule for the podcast release got a little um, off balance there in the beginning of last month. And so we are all cut up. (laughs) Because a lot of these, as you guys know, we try to batch them as much as possible, just in order to help them release on a timely manner but with the hurricane and um and like i said those those relief efforts it's it's just been a lot of work and it has taken a huge amount of community effort in order to get everything kind of underway and so in times like these and in times where others are in need um it is just my nature to just forego a lot of my own marketing if you will right and then i focus a lot on um those that actually 
actually need the help when they need it. And I'm so grateful, by the way, for my team, the ladies, if you're listening, thank you so much. You are all amazing and wonderful and have truly held down the fort while I have put my focus um, in this area. And I'm so grateful to them as well. So let's go ahead and kick off this week's episode. So by the time you're listening to this, um, I would have just celebrated my 36th birthday, which I celebrated yesterday. Um, I'm really, really grateful for just in another year of life, another year spent with the people that I love and those that um, have been with me on this journey and have truly helped um, to get me to where I, where I am today. I'm really, truly grateful. I feel like the older I get, the more I understand and welcome things like mentorship and guidance and leadership, whether it's from my own family members and those older than I am, um, but also looking um, outside of that immediate circle into other mentors, women um, in business, um, women in faith that have been where I want to be and are established in various areas of their life, whether that be in long lasting marriages, whether that is in their career, entrepreneurship, um, in leadership roles, right, in their careers. And so, so many different areas. And the older I get, the more I truly look for that. And it's something that I encourage you to do the same. If you're someone who doesn't really like authority (laughs) or doesn't often look for leadership in others and mentorship in others, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to look to others for the guidance, whether that is a spiritual guidance, whether that's in um, in guidance in your business, guidance in your life, we can learn so much from others, right? And so I want to talk today about um, being that uh, I just turned 36. We're going to cover three things that I have learned specifically this year um, in business and in marketing, and then six things that I'm looking forward to in the in the months and, um, and years to come, not only within the marketing industry, but also in my life and in my career, right? So let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing that I wrote down is that I'm really, really grateful, like I said, for mentorship. So I have had the opportunity this year to partner in my business um, with clients uh, that are women that I absolutely admire, adore, respect more than anything because of the way that they lead their businesses and they are leaders, not only for and within their companies and organizations, but also with their team and their community. There's a lot to be said for women who are over 40, who are walking a very distinct path and are not really all that caught up on social media. They're not really all that caught up on numbers and they're not caught up on followers and really this clout, if you will, on the internet. And they do not chase that, but rather they're truly chasing a legacy and they live it every single day. Every single day that their feet touch the ground, they're really truly 
living um, out a legacy um, personified through all of their efforts and everything that they've done and have been able to accomplish. And so this year, I have truly, truly cemented the fact that a lot of our client base here at Silver Earth Marketing Group is 35 and over. Um, some are the major- vast majority of our clients are actually 45 and 50 and older, right? And so, and I enjoy working with women who understand the importance of what um, a younger marketer could bring into the table, but they also respect um, their own you know, the basically their own goals to the point where they will listen, but they are very clear. They're intentional and clear on what their mission, vision, and values are, not only for their um, respective businesses, but also their life. And as a marketer, I cannot begin to tell you how much easier it is. And, you know, even this year, which brings me to number two, um, I had the opportunity of working with some women um, that were not as clear in their intentions with their business. And what it produces is a lot of um, situations where you're very scatterbrained, right? When you're not really clear, you're not really sure what it is that you're doing in business. And it's not it's the vision is really not as clear as it should be. And so what ends up being is just a lot of chaos. And really, as a marketer, I have tried and I will continue to trim down our roster in order to avoid a lot of those chaotic tendencies. Because chaos in marketing, because marketing is is ever growing, ever changing. We've talked about this before. But when you have a client who lacks clarity and is all about the shiny object syndrome and listening to this um, person and that person and joining all the programs and all the different masterminds and all the different coaching, and it is, you know, they, they just get very scatterbrained and it really causes a lot of, um, of chaos in their life. And some people thrive in that. I mean, I will say with, with as much simplicity and I think organization, if you will, as a lot of people claim to have, it's very evident to me that a lot of people do thrive in chaos and again just to alleviate and create consistencies in strategies when you're working with um, that sort of chaotic behavior is really difficult right and so that brings me to that second second point is just to um, I've learned the importance of 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 why I niched down in the way that I did whether it's in the industries that we service here at Serverve or just the type of clients and really clients that lack a lot of that clarity up front and don't really have a lot of vision. They're not really visionaries in their own businesses. It's really not something that we are um, interesting in, in, in continuing to support, if you will. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing that I learned is the importance of why I myself have invested as much as I have in things like um, coaching for myself as a leader in my team. I think leadership nowadays has taken a very different turn because a lot of boundaries are very blurred with the teams that you that you may have or that you may manage. I, I remember when I first started working at 16, 17, 18, 
where I was working part time um, while I was in high school, I remember that I felt like a lot of my leaders were not accessible. Now, a lot of bosses can follow or managers can follow their subordinates or their team members, etc. And it's just so um, a, a lot more fluid, if you will, than it used to be. You f- may follow and, and connect with each other on LinkedIn. You may follow each other on Instagram. You may follow each other on Facebook. It's just there, there's a, a more close, there's a closeness now, if you will, to um, an accessibility. And I, I feel like that's great. I feel like that's wonderful. I thrive in that. I want to get to know my team on a personal level. I want to get to know what what their in- personal ambitions are in their business. You know, when I when I bring on someone new to our team, I say one of the questions that I ask them in their um, onboarding questionnaire is, where do you want to see where do you see yourself in your career? What is something that you really want to work on in the in the coming year? And I really take note of that so that they, you know, if I if I come across maybe um, a book or I come across anything that I know will help them in this way, I can easily um, refer them to those things. And I think that that's very important and just continue to support them in ways that will help them grow. I think, you know, you are only as strong as the people in your team as a leader and as a small business owner. For me, that's just absolutely key. So those are going to be the three biggest lessons that I learned this year is just to continue to, um, to continue to work on and thrive and, you know, uh, invest, if you will, in those uh, leadership opportunities where I can learn from other leaders as well. So a lot of the theme here, if you if you can tell is a lot on just continuing to um, become a better leader in a lot of the areas of my business and life. And that's just so important to me. So that's going to be the lessons that I've learned. So things that I'm excited and I'm looking forward to um, in the months and the years to come for sure. Um, For I mean, as far as marketing goes, I really want and am interested to see how the influencer marketing um, industry is going to continue to change and how brands are going to continue to partner with influencers and how brands are going to continue to partner with a lot of these platforms um, in order to to build collaborations that help the influencer industry. As a marketer, I advise all of our clients to um, enact some sort of influencer marketing strategy. Absolutely. I think it takes a lot of finessing to know who you work with, to trust the influencers that you're going to be collaborating with, and then to really find the right people. I myself, I'm a fan of niched or nano influencers. I believe that there is a lot to be said for a micro influencer, if you will, and how they can help you in your marketing efforts. So that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to. Um, The second thing that I'm interested to to see is um, the continued, like I said, the continued expansion of my team. Um, We have continued to collaborate with subcontractors all over the country so that they can continue to support my efforts as a marketing director for a lot of our clients in various ways. And so that expansion, um, 
um, we've started to, to dip a lot into that media um, capacity where we are working with a lot of different photographers all over the country um, as our um, official, if you will, photo photographers to help our clients in various regions of the U.S. So I'm really, really excited to see how that expansion continues to take place and the women in business that we continue to collaborate. So that's going to be really, really exciting in the in the years and in the months to come. Um, another thing that I'm also looking forward to as far as marketing goes, I really want to see what's going to happen eventually with the um, in, with Instagram. I know in the Instagram algorithm, the engagement um, rates continue to be an issue for a lot of people. And while we have Instagram specific experts that can really help you to hone in on that um, platform, I find that the conversation of traditional versus digital marketing um, has changed and has continued to change and needs to continue to change because a lot of people are continuing to um, be in the mindset of or believe that marketing is solely digital now. And digital marketing is a form of marketing. Marketing is marketing, whether you're offline, online, in-person, event, influencer, um, content, social media, all of these things are different forms of marketing, right? Um, and I, I'm interested to see how business owners continue to um work, if you will, on creating better consistencies across their their different platforms and their different outlets of how they market their businesses, because relying on a, a one sole platform is just not going to cut it. Um, the fourth thing that I'm really looking forward to is with the rise of a lot of these different email marketing platforms like the new Flowdesk. If you have not heard about Flowdesk, it is just an up and coming um, newsletter platform. Uh, platform. We have big names that have already covered a lot of reviews on them. We have a project manager um, that is um, a colleague of mine who has done a, a wonderful review on Flowdesk. Now, what is what's going on with email marketing and how uh, a lot of these different um, new software platforms, um, how are, is that going to affect email? You know, for a long time, a lot of people didn't like MailChimp because they thought it was just too pretty in the way that they created email. A lot of people didn't appreciate that. Um, and, and there was this thought, if you will, there was, there was a lot of studies done that doing emails in platforms like ConvertKit that are more letter-based, created more unity in your email, created more of a storytelling piece and created less of a salesy approach to email, right? It's one of the things that ConvertKit um, really thrives in is letting everyone know, listen, you do not need fancy email design in order to have a successful email list. 
Well, a lot of the big names that once said that have now jumped ship and are now using platforms like Flowdesk, you know, which again is very, very heavily based on email templates. I personally think the platform is awesome and I welcome it. I have used pretty much all of them Aweber, MailerLite, ActiveCampaign, Clavio, Entreport, um, Infusionsoft. Obviously, MailChimp, um, ConvertKit, the so many different we have used. And um, because our clients all use different platforms because they have different needs. And so, and they're uh, from various industries. And so I think the importance here is to um, take a look at what the trends are with email marketing. So I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen if people are going to kind of um, go back, especially the creative community. Like, what are, what are we going to do? Are we going to to, you know, are people going to be sticking to templated, beautiful emails or are people going to kind of, you know, dig in their heels and stick with more letter based, um, fluff free, if you will, um, design free um, emails like the ones that you would see on ConvertKit, right? So I'm interested to see that. Um, Another thing that I would really love to work on in the months and years to come and just continue to really um, hone in on is more of our market here in Central Florida. So we do have a strong client base here in Central Florida, um, but I, I would love to continue to support local organizations and our local community. And so um, we do have some things down the pipeline. So I'm really, really excited about how we can continue to do that. And um, so just being a lot more involved in the community here in Central Florida um, alongside colleagues and alongside some even team members who um, do reside here um, in Florida, specifically Orlando. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then the last thing that I'm really looking forward to is finally putting pen to paper and getting to work on some projects that we have been keeping and putting off for a while. Um, There always comes a time, I feel, where you just feel this innate pull to do the things that... um, that are tugging in your heart, I feel. And right now I'm really in a position and I'm ready to with the team that we have to kind of pull away in some areas of the business, allow the team to kind of take over some some stuff and um, allow me to start um, gearing up for um, me having full, full exit really on um, various areas of the business. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I'm kind of nervous because as you guys know, I am someone who absolutely loves, and I mean, I absolutely love implementation work. And so, but a lot of the implementation work, a lot of that work is time consuming, right? And so, but we do have a wonderful team that I know um, will be able to to take over a lot of things. And so um, I've slowly already started to to kind of dip away from, from a lot of our, our own internal things. And so as I continue to, um, to do that, we'll, we'll 
we'll see what happens. But it's going to be interesting. And I'm very, very nervous about it, but definitely must. And I feel like I said, a tug in my heart to pull away on certain things and really put focus on some other key areas of the business. So it should be should be interesting in the year to come um, and months to come as well. So Thank you so much to all of you who left birthday messages and comments and and wrote emails. I am so thrilled um, to have each and every one of you in my network and in my life and in our community. So, so grateful for that. As always, thank you so much for spending your mornings with me. If you have any questions regarding this episode, please feel free to follow us on social. We are at Sober all over social media. You can also email us at helloatsover.com and I'll see you next week.